it's not like it's not like york city where you can you can cross on uh like when you're walking pedestrians you know how it is. You drive through New York where they cross whenever they feel like it. Yeah. Even if you have the green light, you have the right of way. Yeah. If you hit the individual, then they bitch at you like, what are you doing? New York's not like that. They follow by the rule. Like they will literally hit you. If you have a stop sign, the hand that says stop, they will fucking hit you. And we found that out as soon as we got there because we parked in the garage. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Silent Singing Sigma Podcast. It's uh, Saturday. Tomorrow, you'll be listening to this. And uh, it's just mom and I. I know we talked about having Shakira be on again. He's uh, he's busy working right now, so he'll be back on one of the uh, future episodes, hopefully, to continue his story. Um, just mom and I here this morning, 1048. Uh, we don't really have anything specific that we want to talk about. There's a lot of things that we can talk about. And, uh, some of those things are that why we weren't recording for those couple of weeks, four weeks, something like that. And it's, it's because we, we were traveling. There's, there's a lot of different reasons for this. And, uh, we kind of just. We kind of just took a, took time away, to be honest, and just kind of live our lives for a little bit, not have to really focus on doing the podcast too much. I know summertime, it's, it's over, apparently, but everybody's busy during the summertime, and we understand that because we are too, but yeah, mom and I are here today, and I don't, I don't know where this podcast is going to go. <laughs> she might get fucking emotional because she's emotional all morning, so... There she is. <laughs> He's being mean, guys. He's giving me my hardcore lessons, but one of the things that we talked about before we got on the air is, like, missing the podcast. I know we're back, and I know people have reached out to me personally and said they're glad we're back, and I've just been feeling a little bit guilty about this for a couple of weeks because... Oh, before you keep going... Taylor sent a picture to Kobe looking orange. Did yeah, you see that? He was literally orange. So we'll have to, we might put that online for you guys to see. If you guys listened to last week's episode, Kobe was in the Bahamas. He came back in January to York, and he was literally so tanned up he looked orange, and it was a painted wall behind him that was orange. He was wearing an orange T-shirt too. So we'll let him talk about that next time we have him on. Yeah, so. well, it was good to have – a podcast last week i think it helped us i mean i was kind of excited about it excited to have more people and a, a guy that works with me was gonna come on um farhan is gonna come back he doesn't know Farhan, we need you back <laughs> on bro he doesn't know it yet but uh he's gonna come back on he listens faithfully he sends me uh i mean we need everybody back yeah. on we need all of our guests back on yeah, we need some follow-ups. We have some good success stories through it. Um, I've been emotional most of the morning, but I'm trying to get out of that. Yeah, she tries to play it all cool like she's not, but she really is. Is what? Emotional. No. I come in, and she's like, get that smirk off your face. And then she all like, you sit here for a couple of seconds, and she starts thinking in her head, and then she starts bawling. I say one thing, and she starts <laughs> crying, and it's like, okay. 
Yeah, because, I mean, we talked about before the podcast a lot of different things. I've been feeling guilty about the podcast. There's a lot of things that I was doing um, for a long time that I stopped doing. Like, I disengaged with some groups that I was involved in, and I just feel like I'm letting people down when people reach out and say, hey, where you been? We haven't seen you doing this. We haven't seen you doing that. And I start reflecting. I'm an overthinker. And I told Austin, like, I overthink and I get on these podcasts and I laugh and everything's great. But the reality of it is probably about five weeks ago, maybe, I don't know, is I was confronted with something that's hard to talk about. And that is that I never really dealt with Kyle passing away. And I kept busy so that I wouldn't really have to deal with it. And somebody asked me one time, did you ever sit down and really just let that come out of your mouth? And I'm like, what? And like, can you sit on a sofa and really say, you know what? You lost your son. And everybody says how traumatic it is to lose a child. And most of you people that are listening that lost a child totally understand what I'm saying. Like, we understand that it's like the most traumatic thing in life. And some people dwell on it. And some people talk about it a lot of times. And and everybody handles this stuff differently. But it was, what, nine years it'll be. In March. 2014. Or, yeah. So, nine years in March. And honestly, guys, like, I never really dealt with it. I just went on a tangent. I mourned for a couple years and I got involved with a lot of activities and I just ran from there. And I knew that this podcast has helped a lot of people. It's helped us as well. And so, I'm just... I just was struggling for a couple of weeks and somebody said to me, you know, you have guests that come on your podcast and they talk about their struggles and what they go through and stuff. And yet you feel the way you feel and you're not comfortable telling your story. And, and we've talked about this many times. Austin and I talked about this. We talk about it, but sometimes it's hard. And it, the reality of it is we all struggle with something and we block it out. And so I've been feeling guilty for five weeks because I haven't been on the podcast. Like, did I let Kyle down? Am I letting the listeners down? And I know everybody understands that life is life. And I fully appreciate the comments that I got, the personal comments that I got. And I've been talking more and more about the Silencing a Stigma page to different people. People are still joining the group, which is kind of cool. I don't know if you've noticed that. Um, As I'm meeting new people and getting to introduce myself to them and what do you do and things like that. It just helps. It helps everybody out. Um, Randy, our our one guest, he's in a rehab right now. He's doing great. He reached out and thanked me for you know doing that kind of stuff. And so we have Mary that was on our podcast. She's a thousand days sober last week. She posted that. Um, so people are doing well on the outside. Maybe maybe not on the inside. I can't tell what they're feeling on the inside but it it was a true inspiration to see and hear how well some of our people and our our guests are doing and you know randy reached out and he struggled with cocaine you can hear his story if he was here he'd tell me exactly what number it is because he tells everybody his, his number in his podcast and he thinks he's famous for it um mike mike from the homeless he reached out, wants to know when he's coming back. So we really need to get people back and follow up. But we also need new people, don't you think? Yeah, it's, it's an opportunity for you to come on and share your story. And everybody's story is, is unique and different and and 
can help anybody you don't realize who you can actually help so yeah new people that want to come on and share that's that's an opportunity to get your story out maybe have words of wisdom or advice for others that that might spark them into a a good direction in their life yeah so i want to apologize uh, for the last time we're not apologizing i'm sorry guys but we're not apologizing like we we all have life we all have life going on and and this is this is something that we want to continue to do and we want to help people and that's that's our intention so when we're here we're here we're not we're obviously not but it's like we shouldn't have to apologize okay i'm not apologizing i understand like you want to because it's we said we're going to come out but and do this every sunday but like i said there's there's things that that happen and yeah life goes on it sucks i'm learning how to say we no we just can't take life serious all the time you know what i mean do you he's <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing now. I'm like I'm all over the place this morning. He tells me I have to learn to say no. I'm too nice to people. A lot I of people, people need to learn to say no, including myself. It's it's something hard at and especially from a empathist standpoint and somebody that relates to individuals who are in certain situations and you can put yourself in that situation, feel the things and those emotions so strongly that you want to help that individual, but at the end of the day you have to help yourself first and you we've saw we said we talked about this multiple times on the podcast. You have to be able to to fully help somebody. You you got to be able to help yourself first, right? Like help others. Treat yourself the way you want to treat others. So if you're willing to, to give that hand out to others but not yourself, then what, what good does that do for you? You're always leaving yourself out to dry. Yeah, but what if... You- it's like that when the plane's going down. Put the mask on you <laughs> before you help the other. I know a guarantee if a plane's going down, you're helping the other person while you're fucking hyperventilating because you can't fucking breathe to begin with. <laughs> You know, it's the truth. But it, it's true. How are you going to help others when you can't even help yourself? If you can help yourself and you come from a stronger value within yourself, you can you can stand there on your own two feet and, and help others to an extent that you never believed you could help and not allow it to affect you in a, in a way. And that's where the no comes in. So, like, you can't just put yourself in at all these different situations and, and hope, like, wouldn't you want to, like, come at each situation with the best version of you instead of spreading yourself so thin where you can't you're you're releasing all that energy towards everybody else's lives or whatever that you don't have any for yourself when you come home at the end of the day yeah but sometimes happiness is seeing somebody else happy i'm not saying go out that you do what you say you do as far as say hi to people like that's simple stuff like that's that's putting good into the world and then you're going to receive that back but don't like put yourself in the depths of everybody's situation in their lives, right? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That you lose your own focus in your own life. Well, that's what I'm trying to focus on now. I got to deal with and Kyle's I, yeah, death. I got to deal with that first. I feel like that's a big part of it. Because you're, you're, you even said it yourself, you're, you're always giving the helping hand. You're always trying to help the next person that comes in your life. And, and then that takes away from your own, your own life. And it... it it doesn't allow you to sit and and uh, internalize what's going on in your life because you're so focused and thinking about uh, empathizing for other individuals. You're putting yourself in their shoes all the time in their life instead of focusing on yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah, but that's what an empathist does. I told you I've been right. Googling this, and you just really feel for that person. Like I, 
I can tell you over the past couple of weeks when I said I'm just taking a break from all this stuff, how many people have I talked to you and shared stories with that were hurting that I've been helping? No one. Well, shit. <laughs> That's not true. I still get phone calls. I'm still reaching out and I'm still trying to find help for people. And and at the same time, guys, like, like Austin said, I'm trying to do me. I did hire a personal trainer. <laughs> yeah, how's that been going? It was great until I fell down the steps and then I had to take some time off. So we talk about doing things. And one of the things this trainer said, which is very true, is when people she start... She might be listening, so be careful what you she say. She might be. It's okay. I hope she is. <laughs> uh, I referred her to our, our podcast. But literally, you have to start somewhere. One of the things she said to me when I walked in there is you have to start somewhere. Where those people on this podcast that know who I am know that I laugh a lot. I literally went into this thinking, all right, I've been doing Zumba for years. I've been running. I jog. I do cardio. Like I'm, You really run? I don't think you run. You well, jog. I jog. There we go. Well, actually, I probably do run a little bit because I run fast and then I don't breathe. As you know, I have a problem breathing. But literally, that's what she, I, she, we were doing push-ups and sit-ups first class. And I thought, okay, I can do this. I could not do one sit-up. <laughs> Or one push-up. And at first I was embarrassed. And then I was like, you know what? She said, don't worry about it. You'll get there. I got the three. Three push-ups. Two sit-ups. Now I'm back to zero because I fell down the steps and had to take a break. But where I'm going with this is take the time for yourself. And truly, Austin talks about the gym as his outlet. Like when I'm there, it hurts so damn bad that I'm laughing because of th- I laugh when I'm in pain. You have nothing else to think about. But you, you're literally focused. You on gotta that. focus on what part of your body you're supposed to feel this tension in, and it it truly amazes me that that physical aspect. Like the one day I I swear to God I pulled something in my chest. I don't know. It was weeks that I couldn't. <laughs> it hurt. My chest hurt. And when I did it, I stopped. I looked at the trainer. I said, "Oh, something really just painful happened." <laughs> she said, "Keep going." <laughs> In my head, I'm like, oh, my God, she's going to kill me. I don't think she realizes my age. I've never done this before, but I kept going. And it hurt. Yep, it hurt. But I didn't die, and it was okay. And so I relate that to my life sometimes. Like, you got to keep going. Like, things might hurt, but you got to keep going. And so the past couple weeks, I was hurting, but I got to pick it up, and I got to keep going. I got to get on this podcast. I got to share there's so much going on in this world today. Like we were just talking, everybody acts like they're happy, but the person next to you could be the saddest person and you would just like never know it. So I don't know. What did you say that the world's coming to? I'm not going to put those words out there. Okay. He's not going to manifest that. Um, But you said it, the gym correlates to life. So but there's like, other things besides the gym. I'm just yeah, saying but that was the gym is like a big deal. People don't realize it. The med- the mental benefits of the gym, like that. You just talked about that temporary pain that you're going through. Everything is temporary if you think about it. Life is temporary. Well, thank God it's temporary because it hurt like a son of a bitch. <laughs> you you're making this trainer out to seem like she- <laughs> she's great, guys. She's great, and I'm not gonna lie. I have a little bit of muscle in my back. My whatever. She's been that. slacking. Whatever that is on the back up. If you're part. listening, she's been slacking. I have not been slacking. I even went and let Austin train me at the gym one day last week. I was scared shitless. You guys hear how he talks to me on this podcast. I was like, oh, God. 
I'm going to get it. And he was very understanding, very Honestly, nice. I'll give it to you. I was impressed because you, <laughs> you know, the time I called it was when you were doing those high knees. You were like, I don't know if I want to do this in front of them right now. <laughs> you just put a fucking weird look on your face and you did it anyway. In front of who? You? Yeah. What do you mean? Because you felt like you were embarrassed or something to do it in front of me. <laughs> But no, she she did everything. I mean, a lot of the form work, like she was, the arms you could you could do some little work on the shoulder press and stuff like that. That's where but my new muscle is. Everything else seemed like you you did it. I tried. But you have to, and I told you this. Don't just do it. Don't go in there to check the box. Go in there to push yourself. See how far you can go, because you can go a lot farther than you think you can. I pushed myself. Some of that stuff. But don't push yourself to to get hurt. So that's the key is, is you got to maintain the, the form first and then worry about the weight later. But go in there and push yourself because you'd be surprised. And then when you do that in the gym, when you go outside that gym, anything's possible. Well, when I'm right out of the gym, my legs and arms are shaking like crazy. I can barely get down the curve to get to my car. <laughs> but afterwards, you do feel good, guys. And I'm not promoting the trainer or the gym like all you know we're just saying like it it really does help you and i can tell you there's all different body shapes there's all different calibers in the gym and any gym that i've been to like there's all different levels of where you're at with your health and your fitness and if you're in there for yourself like i know people laugh at me i'm laughing at myself i think some of the girls in this class with me think i'm like off my rocker because but if you're in there and you're doing it and you're doing it for you, and you push yourself, like, it does mentally help you. I'm going to get back this week. Um, but the important the part trainer. to realize there, and you said it, is you took the step. You started. Most people aren't, aren't willing to do that. It's easy to quit, too. Because of the fear. And I told you before you took this journey, I said there's going to be days, there's going to be weeks where you don't feel like going. There's going to be times where you don't want to stay disciplined in your diet. You don't want to stay consistent in your diet. You don't want to go to the gym because you had a long day at work. You get home and you're like tired and you don't want to go. But those are the days that are the most important. Agreed. It, it mentally has helped me. And, and it's always discipline over motivation. No, I agree. Like I, I'm doing it. But the fact that you took the step is the hardest thing you can do is just take that step is the hardest part. And once you take that step, then you're, you're on your journey to, to better yourself. And like she, the trainer told you, it's like, you, you just started. Everybody's going to start at different locations. You're not going to start at the top. It's not how it works. Yeah. But I mean, like that's just in life. You got to take that yes. first step. Everything. It's, it's not even a gym. Like the first step. And, and guys, I'm telling you, like, if you're in that, in that mentality and that depression and stuff, if you can find something and take that first step and to Austin's point, like some days it's hard. It, it, it is hard. And, you know, we all get through it and we can't all smile all the time and we got to start saying no. And I'm learning that through these couple weeks. And now the holidays are coming, so we're not going to manifest the negativity. We're just going to keep going. And if if anybody needs help, like, reach out. We talked about the meditation. Um, Austin's giving me a weird look now. What? Say it. We're sitting here talking about how you shouldn't be investing your energy in everybody else's life. And then you just say, if you need help, reach out. <laughs> yeah, See, this, I... is, this, is the, this is the individual she is. 
I can find them somebody. I have connections yeah, I to help yeah. people. Yeah, find them connections, but don't get caught up in their their life. It's hard for I'm me. I'm not saying don't help people, guys. Like, Yeah, do help people in whatever uh, aspect of your life that you can help them in because you experienced it yourself. That's what kind of what we're doing with the podcast. We experienced certain things, so then we're going to try to share our stories to help you guys maybe cope or learn or educate so then you guys are aware of certain things like that and that's that's good that's what we're putting on this earth to do is to help others but you can't get so caught up in other people's lives like yes you can give them references like help them out put them just navigate them in their their journey just but you can't stay so invested in that like so well, i like you, to follow up <laughs> that's fine too but what i'm trying to say is don't get so caught up in their life you know what i'm saying so like if they call you and say i need i need help with this yes navigate them to the next person say hey here's your contact contact this person done that's fine that's it but don't like oh well if you need this and then like you know what i'm saying don't invest all your energy in that person because there's other people that need your, need your help too including too. yourself yeah they find you <laughs> Austin gets frustrated with me because I can't say no. I'm trying to say I mean, no. Yeah, I'm the same way. It's hard to say no, but at the end of the day, you got to, you gotta, like I said, put your mask on yourself before you can help others or yeah. else you're no good. Well, what was that podcast that we talked about? What's our purpose on earth? That speaker that you listened to, what's our purpose on to earth? To help others. So you just contradicted yourself. No, I didn't. I'm saying don't invest all your energy and and. And self into somebody else's life, you gotta do it to your, you gotta you gotta worry about your not worry, but you gotta realize your own value, your own worth first before you can go out and start helping all the all these other individuals as much as you do. And you're a true testament to that. Right here, you're talking about it. I you're emotional because you haven't sat with yourself long enough to deal with Kyle's death and you're outreaching to all these different people or they're coming to you because that's usually what you do is you attract these individuals <laughs> and you put yourself out there and then you don't have any time or energy for yourself then you get to, to these moments where you're you're emotional like you're you feel depressed because then you realize oh what about me yeah but i don't want to pity me i don't ever want pity like but you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to sound like, I, like I'm contradicting myself, but you have to be 100% in, in, in with yourself, like full within yourself before you can start. I know, but I, like you said, I attract people because I'm just kind, I guess. I don't know why. I don't know. There's a lot of people on this podcast that I know that listen that are very much like me. Very much like me. There's a lot, and we're all empathists, and it, it is what it is, but we're not apologizing anymore, but we do have some good things coming our way. I mean, we're still learning. I just learned a little bit with Jacoby about meth. I didn't know really too much about meth. Um, a lot of my generation, I'm learning, used cocaine, and I don't know a whole lot about the cocaine world or anything like that. Um, but there's there's so much more to learn. We're just still learning. There's still the addiction part of it. There's still the stigma of it. It's eleven eleven right now, as we talk. Um, we still look for those signs, but I guess my most important thing is that we're back, and 
I'm going to feel good about this. We're going to get this podcast up and running again. Like you said, past past people and new people. We are up and running. What are you talking about? Well, we're not running. We're sitting right now. Austin broke my chair this morning. I did not break it. It's broken. Well, you can fix it. And then, by the way, guys, we're going on a mini trip, a mini vacation again together. Um, spending a couple days together. So we'll take our recorder along and we'll... Not everybody needs to know what, what you're doing in your life. I know. Well, I'm excited about it. That's good. But I'm just saying, like, you don't have to tell the whole world about your life all the time. Well, I don't. Just you. You know everything. Well, almost everything. Austin tries to figure me out. <laughs> everything I do, I have to think, okay. I have you figured out. No, I have women don't. figured out. I'm having deja vu right now. What? I've never had this conversation. You never had this conversation? About figuring women out. I already know. Yeah, so that's another whole podcast when we're going to get to Austin's figuring out how women are. I'm learning. There's nothing to learn. I'm learning about women. I'm learning about men, what we want, what women want, why you guys act the way you act, why we act the way we act. Right. Well, this, the this masculine is, roles, the feminine roles, this toxic is, masculinity, oh my God. all this. I'm learning about all of it. <laughs> this is going to lead into a very interesting upcoming podcast. I think there's several people that have expressed interest in coming and participating in that podcast on the different roles. And yeah, we've had some... Some funny conversations, some serious conversations. Austin's figuring it out for all of I'll us. I'll have to see if I can get some s- statistics because they're actually really um, surprising about men. Okay. It's like suicide. The, the statistics about men that are suicidal versus women that are suicidal. And then like, so... There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, information out there. I'm just saying, like statistical wise, the number of men that are depressed, the number of men that hasn't had have had sexual activity in like years, like all this stuff. It's it's I have to get a list together, but the the numbers blow your fucking mind. There's more men out there that are suicidal than women, because men have, are portrayed to provide value, security, safety for their women, and and the money, the the financial. I don't believe in that. They still feel that pressure at this day and age when women are out being very dependent. What I'm I'm trying to say is when it comes to, I know we're getting on, on a whole different topic, but like when it comes to relationships, when we talk about, so perfect example, when we talk about women's DMs, direct messages versus a guy's inbox, so a girl's inbox versus a guy's inbox, which one has more activity in it? I'm saying on uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, who's getting more activity in their direct messages, their inbox? Well, I would assume girls. The girls are. Why? You wouldn't believe the amount of men that don't get anything in their inbox. None. Zero. But if they don't reach out, women are are born with their perceived value, their beauty. You guys are born with that, right? Men to become status or higher value, they have to provide. They have to have a high 
stream of income financially. They have to provide safety. They have to be somewhat in shape, decent looking, which shows their their masculine role. And if you think about Why? it, look back, look back. What were what you even said yourself? Guys were the they went out, they hunted, provided for the family, they gathered, provided for the family, they came home, they protected. The men always protected. And now in this society is is the the fame, the status, or the the financial as well. That's what women are looking for. That's what they're seeking for. So like the the reason why men don't get anybody in their inbox, unless they're high value, unless they're doing all them things, those individuals are high value, high alpha male status, right? Oh, geez. So this is, this is what happens when you have that high status and that high value. That's when, that's when the women come chasing you. But if you're a brokey, which most people call them brokey or mediocre or whatever, not in shape, Mediocre. Don't make a lot of money. Uh, like I said, not in shape is a big one. You're not going to get the attention from the women because they're going after the ones that are high status. So nowadays, not necessarily. Nowadays, nowadays, there's a lot of men that are either committing suicide because they don't see their worth, which they do have their worth. They just don't see it and they don't recognize it, their value. And they're not getting attention from females, which a lot of men, in my opinion, seek the validation from the opposite sex. It makes them feel good about themselves, which therefore leads to them committing suicide over relationships. These are statistical facts to prove all this. So therefore, now you're you're attaching your value to a, an opposite, opposite sex individual. Therefore, when, when you guys break up, you feel no value anymore. And that's when you, you commit suicide. You feel like you don't have any worth left in your life. These are all things that I've been learning about. So it's, it's all in society and they, they talk about toxic masculinity and like women, all that stuff. But women are, you guys have so much more options than men do. We have to build our ways, build our way up to the, the top, right? And I talk about that metaphor with the game chess, right? Yeah. Where, and there's, this is out there. If you want to search it up, there's a metaphor as far as the queen. If you think about it, the queen on, when you play chess, for those that know how to play chess, the queen can move all across the board as fast as she wants, as many spaces, any direction. The king can only move one step at a time, one block. Is that okay? true? And In the, the game, game of chess, okay, yes. Okay, I never played it. So what, what they were trying to relate it to is if there was a yacht, okay? Yacht almost screams like high status. You're, you make your high-valued individual. You make money, whatever. Or in a, a woman's standpoint, you are good looking. Good looking. <laughs> I have a problem with this, so, but okay. For for a man to get on that yacht or to own it, he has to what's he have to do? He has to earn his way to that spot every step of the way. He has to create status for himself. He has to create uh the the financial income to get on that boat. The connections, everything. A woman, she can get right on that fucking boat whenever she wants, as long as she's got the looks. That's what pisses me off. Is it truth or not? You're born with it. That pisses me off. That statement. Why? It pisses me off. Because. Explain it. You say that guys are more suicidal. Listen, and, I'm not and saying they this. Got, and they got to work to get to their value. But girls, you just said it. 
if a girl's not pretty, she shit out of luck, just like the guy who doesn't have. I'm not a saying yacht that she's not pretty. Shit out of luck. I'm not saying you Bullshit. could because so, guys, so a lot of people, guys lot, listen, are listen attracted to, me. to physical <laughs> beauty first. Oh yeah, guys. I'll admit it. So they don't get to know the person. And we just talked about this. And this podcast can just go on forever. And we can delete everything we said before this. Because now. Guys, I hate to tell you, but men go for looks first. That, 100%. That's, get, that's what gets them in the door. 100%. I took a survey. I'll admit that I've as, a, as, a man, as a man. So when you're saying guys are more suicidal because they got to prove themselves. If a girl doesn't see herself as beautiful or isn't the status that. The model that everybody sees on TV, who's you don't not have to be beautiful, you don't have to be physically beautiful. They're shit out of luck no, too. No, they're not. So then they gotta start thinking about the same thing. The guy who's not nope. up so there on the top. There's Bullshit. and there might be some individual. I'm not. I'm not categorizing all women and all male uh, figures in the same category, right? There, there's obviously some that feel the way they feel, just same as guys. Like there's, it works both ways. But what I'm trying to say is there's a scale that people go by, by looks. So like when you, there's a lot of videos out there that say zero to 10, right? Say, uh, she's a, they, this is like a, a statement. She's a 10, but she lives with her mom, right? Then those, but, the, the butts. then they'll say, well, then she's a six because of what her circumstances. But there's a lot of women out there that are like fours or fives that are still getting men. Why? Because men are attracted to them. Eyes, beauty is in the but, eyes of the beholder. But what did we just talk about last week? We and, all have this different. Is, we all have different. We were gonna. We were gonna do a a a, a poll or a, <laughs> a, test. a test. We chose not to do that. We were gonna put. My mom was overweight. How much did you weigh? Oh, you want to put it out there? Two hundred thirty-six. Which you should be proud weight. about where you're at right now because you, you went through your I own lost journey. A lot and, of weight, yes. But my biggest weight was two thirty-six. And I'm not afraid to post that picture on this page. You were 236, and and, I'm and now you, what, how much you are now? 160. No, I'm so, less than that. You asked. Well, there you go, guys. Now you know you're less. She's one less than 160. So that was an insult. But no, anyway. it wasn't. It was just trying to get confirmation okay. on how much you weigh. Okay. But uh, if you put my mom, same individual. Maybe a different character now because of what she looks like and where no, she's. No, I'm the same no, freaking no, person. No, you can't say that. First I of all, I can say that. You can't. My heart is the same as before, and that's why I get passionate about this. But you've been through so much different trials and tribulations in the past how many years that create you to be the person you are now. Your strength, you don't realize it, but your strength, your integrity, everything is it created the person you are now, or else you would have never went through all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you didn't go through all that. And you wouldn't be the person you are now today. So you are oh, differently okay. character-wise than you were back but then. But not my heart, my caring, and my giving. That never changed. Right. I understand that. But you are a different person in- right. internally. Okay. Strength-wise, all that. But okay. anyway, you take that 200-some pound picture. Yeah. And we put this on a dating profile. Yeah. You take that one and you put the one that you are previously at right now, less than 160. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many guys are gonna i'm less than 150 which ones which one's gonna that. get more attention we already know we already you're saying know. you're saying this as a female what are you getting what, what's what what's getting more attention 
I already know. I was what on is the it? dating site. What is it? It's the the smaller picture. Why? But my point is, I'm still the same freaking human being on the inside. That's why I get pissed off. So, guys, we were going to do this, but we decided not to because... I don't know if we'll post this or not, but... No, we should post this because this is interesting to people. This is better than the first part of me blubbering through this podcast. I think but that's important, too. But I'm, I'm passionate about this because you're the same individual. So, a guy has to prove himself and a girl has to be pretty to be in what? the eyes of the beholder, whatever that saying is. Because everybody has different preferences on what beauty is. Some people like small people. Some people like big people. And that's our point about this trial that we were going to do on the on the uh, dating site. We were going to swap my pictures, um, f- my current to to my old, and just see like what the interest generated. But in all fairness, that's that's leading people on, and, and we don't want to do that because some people, you know, would reach out and think that it was genuine and it wasn't. So we went against that. But because we were not doing that, I literally took a poll. Of people that I know, of guys in particular, like, hey, if you saw my picture, like, they saw my picture when I met some people on, on the dating site, like, would you have looked at it if it would have been this picture? And I can tell you, I probably asked about six people, and five of the six absolutely said they would not have reached out to me. What What was the last one, though? Why was, what's their, what was their opinion? Well, that individual did, just didn't want to hurt my feelings, I think. <laughs> because I preach to people all the time, don't go by looks, go by personality. Not even just on dating sites. I think everybody's beautiful in their own way. And I think that you need to get to know somebody by their personality, not necessarily their, their looks. But in all these cases, to your point, statistically, guys will not even read a profile or even approach a woman in public if they're not physically attracted to them. They don't have to be like wowed, but they have to have some kind of like, oh, she's kind of cute type thought in their head. You just heard that from a female. I'm just saying. Because I went out and I researched it and I I asked the question because. And I'm here. I'll agree to that. I will take interest in the ones that I'm attracted to. It doesn't mean that you can't. And that's the other thing on society is like we put a lot of pressure on uh, relationships and dating nowadays. We automatically uh, are geared towards if we're going to talk to somebody, they have to be suitable for our relationship instead of just creating friendships nowadays, right? Yes, I agree. There's a lot of that nowadays uh, from my opinion is when we meet somebody, we want to see if they're we want to tell ourselves they're compatible to date. So you're not investing your time and energy in that individual for a, uh, an outcome less than a relationship. Instead of just going out and uh, creating, uh, what would you call it? Friendships. Friendships. Companionship. Friendships with individuals. like So therefore, I'll agree that if I'm going to see myself in a relationship with an individual, I have to be physically attracted to them. That gets me in the like that gets that individual in the door, and then once I get in there, based upon looks, this might sound bad to most people. It they're does. Probably, it they're probably gonna be off. like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" Yeah, this pisses me off. But, but I understand. This is this is just my opinion, and if you watch a lot of these videos that I watch, and it might be just I'm not trying to be one sided here because a lot of the videos I watch they talk about this stuff. I don't want to be one sided. I'm open minded. Like I'll I'll listen to a female's perspective 100. percent But for me to get in that door. For 
her to get in the door and then and then that's when you find out like who they are as an individual right yes so they might be beautiful but the ugliest person they might be self-centered exactly mean non-caring so some guys are going to still stick with it because of their looks i don't know about that but my point is so how does the guy i i don't know this thing just it it just pisses me off in some ways and i don't think you said some guys are what do they call them brokies or whatever like they're the they're they're like the lower class individuals like they're I don't want to make but it sound like I don't. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to make it sound like you. You don't have any value because every every dude in this in this world has value. We all have value. We need to. We need to stop putting our value and our our uh, our worth into other individuals. Like if you break, if a woman breaks up with you, okay. I mean, I've been there. I know what it feels like. You just got to let it go. And that's where it comes from a, a man of status, a man of value. They see that – listen, this is <sighs> – when you understand your own value and worth and a woman walks out, then she walks out. You can still be But hurt. who's going to win that argument? Who's going to win that? If you if you see the value and stuff and, and you're the silent one when the she walks out and you're the silent one and you don't talk to her again, which I'm not saying not do this, but think about it. <laughs> if you're the silent one – that's going to affect you like crazy because you're going to be like, okay, I don't even know what he's thinking anymore. He yeah, literally just like up and left. That's like playing a game now. If you're it's really, not playing a game because you're the one that wanted to leave. Yeah, so if you're leaving, why were you looking back? If, what if, do you mean? If that person wasn't right for you and you say, you know what, this isn't working. Are you talking from a woman's standpoint or a guy's? I'm talking about either side because both it happens to both sides of the world. Both sides. We can talk about this here. forever. And this is, I, I'm just saying. This is very controversial. I know, and it, it's. A, and we're not saying we're right or wrong. Or no, any we're side. just we're, sharing we're, our opinion, our perspective on this. But I feel like if you're the one that breaks up with that person, obviously you had that choice. So in your head, you're probably thinking, "I can make that phone call in a month, and that individual will talk to me." So that person's really not hurting. The person that's hurting is the person that has to hear the words. I'm really not that interested in you. And it takes a strong person to acknowledge that that person's not interested anymore and walk away. There's a lot. And that's on both sides. So that guy who's broken because a girl broke up with him is the same as a girl that's broken because a guy broke up with her. Yeah, but girls get over guys quicker than guys get over girls. That's not true. That's not true. I don't know. In my experience and in, in people that I've met, I've learned that girls cheat on guys probably more than I ever imagined. And that's a whole other topic about cheating. That's a whole other topic. But I, I, I believe ha- that girls get over guys quicker than guys get over girls. How can you say that? Are you reading this on research statistically or is this just your opinion? That's my opinion. Well, how, I don't know how you can say that. Because I don't know. I don't know that. That's what you're saying. I I disagree with that. I don't know. This whole thing about the guys having to be that alpha or whatever you said. What about the strong-willed women who have proven their worth, who are self-sufficient, who are independent? Does that... Most guys don't want that. I was just gonna say, so guys don't want that. Why? Guys, again, this is what I'm layering (laughs) off off offline. Like, why don't they? 
This might not be in my opinion, but this is what I'm learning offline. Okay. But why don't they? Why aren't they looking for that woman who's out there independent and can take care of herself? Let me think about this one. I'm trying to think of an example. What would be the negative to that? Other than the insecure guy. They, well, they, they talk about this conversation. Because they have women on the on the cast, and they on a podcast, and they bring them all, and there's like 12 of them sitting there with like three dudes. And they say, there's a lot of women that argue, I'm independent. I have my self-worth. Like, I don't need somebody making money for me. I have kids. And usually what they say is, guys don't want that. Why? Because guys want the submissive one. The ones that are going to be submissive to them. Because they don't, they want the power. They're they're playing the mask. Like, so what you explained is, is guys see that as a masculine role in a relationship, right? The guy wants to be in control. The guy wants the woman to be submissive to her. You, a guy wants to protect, provide, and create value for that individual. Right? Well, that's what you read. That's what you read. But what about the girl who doesn't want to be submissive, who wants to... They haven't found the right one yet. What are you talking about? They haven't found that guy. If, if a woman finds the guy, that guy, she will be submissive. She will fall in that submissive role. Oh my god! Right away. Bullshit. If a guy's gonna, a guy if a guy's gonna so make you're dating a guy, and you're like, yeah, I just want you to take care of me. That's gonna attract somebody. Either either side, I want somebody to take care of me, and you don't have that independence, and you're not that secure person with yourself. A guy's attracted to that person who's needy. Not needy. The guy's gonna want to do stuff for you. Provide. It's what we want to do. Well, an independent, if we want to go out to dinner, we're going to pay for everything. That's not how this world works anymore. I'm not letting anybody. Because <laughs> you haven't found me, the right one. Pay for me. I feel like I can pay for myself. If you have, if you have, there's a lot. See, there's a lot of different yeah, things. We, we got a lot to talk but about. But if you have that. your own personal freedom and God's going to provide, protect, create the money for you, you don't have to do anything. You don't like, you don't have to do anything other than, then give the guy a peace of mind when he gets home from work. Peace of what? Yeah. A peace of mind. <laughs> I got you. They they talk about this stuff on there too, like women versus guys needs. Like guys, women think they know the, what's a guy need to be happy in a relationship from a woman's perspective. Because you guys <laughs> think you know what you what they want, but you don't know what they want. Again, this is all stuff offline that I'm listening to, and right now you're quiet because you don't know what a guy wants. I think I know. See, you guys think you know. I think I know that he wants to come home and he wants everything to be taken care of and he wants to be he wants to be able to relax and enjoy your company. I don't freaking know. You're actually on the right track. No drama. They yeah. don't want to hear about the drama. Yeah. They just want a place. They want to come home, talk about their day. They don't even they want, want to talk about to their day. Half the time. They just want you to listen to. They want to. They want uh, you to feed them. A, they don't give a shit listen, what you feel. An area okay. of peace. That's all they want. They want peace when but they come home. What does a woman want? You tell me. Well, I mean, what do you out, want? What out, do you want? We're out in the same situation. So you say a guy wants to come home to what did you just say? Peace. Peace. A peaceful place. Because a peaceful be, place. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because they're out providing and protecting you. All day, they're dealing with issues, they're dealing with challenges, they're dealing with problems all day because that's what they're willing to do to, 
to provide for you. That's well, what men do. They're put in challenging situations to get through them and, and to work through them and create that. That's the masculine role. In Hunting and gatherers, today, what do we do? We went out and we searched for our food. That's in the old days. Today, it takes two incomes. Why do you think divorce rate and all that shit's so high now? Because women have to go out and work. So don't they deserve a peaceful place when they get home as well? Because some What people, do you want, though? Some jobs As an individual like you, what do you want? Me, I don't even freaking know what I want at this point. Like, I think I know and I don't even know. But I don't think that a woman should have to work all day long, take care of kids or whatever, and then come home and create a peaceful place for the man when she just was in a chaotic day herself and wants to come home and be peaceful. And I don't think the man has to pay for everything. I think it takes two incomes. And then when you go out and do things together, you have the finances to go out and have fun without stressing about, am I going to be able to pay my bill because I took this trip? That's what I think. Everybody's subjected to their own I just, opinion. I think back in the day when the women stayed home and they weren't out in the world and they didn't know what was going on, they didn't know any different. So the man came home and yeah, they were home all so, day. They should be taking care of them. Here's the but other thing. But today, think about it. Why do you think there's so much cheating and stuff going on? Because now Social the women media. are out in the workforce. They're getting paid attention to, and then they think the grass is greener on the other side. And now I'm on my high horse because I don't care what you think. Attention. Women love attention. They get the attention. You, you know it. Okay. But I'm not married. But married people... You don't people, have to be married to get attention. Married people that cheat, I just have a problem with that. I'm just going to put that out there. Like, just end it. If it's that bad and you have to look, end it. But do women like attention? Yeah, so you're at home <clears> and then you don't feel appreciated. Then you go out there and some guy is paying attention to you. Then you feel appreciated. But that's you not don't even feel reality. Appreci- you don't, that's not what, even reality. Why? Why do they cheat? Because you say they don't feel appreciated? Yeah. You don't res- I don't know. I you never would cheat on somebody. So you don't respect that you don't respect your your husband or I that significant other. It. it goes both ways. You have to you have to respect that individual to love that person. If you don't if you don't respect them, you don't love them. Well, that's true. With respect comes love. So and to your point about nowadays back then. If, if you were with a girl back then with no social media and they left, that was the last time you saw her. You couldn't go on their Instagram. You couldn't go on their Facebook, see what they're doing, find out what they're doing, what they're doing better than you, anything. You can't do that. But nowadays, women have so much more options. Well, so do guys. They Nuh-uh. can check and see what the woman's doing too. Oh, you're I'm telling not, me I'm not guys talking don't... About, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when it comes to attention and what, oh. what female... Females have so much more opportunity and... and uh, uh, I just lost my word. They have so much more opportunity than men. Think about it. Because they're always reaching that high status man. They're always trying to follow that guy with the blue check mark, which for those that you don't know what that means, that means you're verified on your social media accounts. But they're looking for that high status man. They're not worried about the guy that's in the All the dudes that are in their DMs, think about this. All the dudes that are in these, these beautiful women's DMs are the, all the brokies, all the average men. Because the ones of high status... The girls are chasing them. Think about it. That's so bullshit. if you're a high status, high value man, the girls are chasing you. If you're a brokey or I don't want to put people in perspective. You're stigmatizing. This is just what I'm listening. This is just what I'm listening to. This is what I'm listening to. That's the definition of a brokey. This is what I'm listening to. Freaking sorry. Now you got me cursing. This is what I'm listening to. But think about it. The high value man, the girls are chasing them. Okay. And then for the high, the the women that are, are very beautiful women, 
they may have the money, they may have whatever, anything, whatever. Those are the, the men that are chasing them. So think about it. Women have so much more opportunity because they can search online, they can find whoever they want, and because of their beauty, they can literally get on that yacht or they can follow these individuals and go and get in these guys' DMs and they're going to be like, okay, yeah, like we'll hit up these girls. Some of them get so many fucking girls that they don't even look at them anymore, these high-status guys. These women. Well, so why would a these, true woman want a guy like that who can pick because and choose who they're they going to provide? And how are they're you going to feel secure with that? They're going to provide, that? protect, Bullshit. and produce the the financial Bullshit. financial part of it too. I don't too. believe that. Then that guy becomes an arrogant and his ego gets no, in doesn't. the way. And most he, people think you do, but he yeah because he they deserves that. I, he deserved right. he deserved because he earned that. He doesn't deserve it. He earned that. He earned that pathway into life. He earned. All the fucking trial tribulations that he went through, all the challenges to get him all the money that he has. He earned it. He's earned every part of it. And that's what women are attracted to. I'm not attracted to that. I'm going to give you a perfect example. I I'm not saying not all women. I'm that, just saying. Yeah, some women are attracted to that. But I'll tell you, I was on my way to work yesterday. It was 40 some degrees out. And this guy next to me had a convertible. He had his top down. Has music blaring. This is at 730 in the morning. And I just had to smile. I, I had to laugh. I'm like, dude, you are so into yourself and you look like a complete moron. It's freezing cold out here and you got your heat on full blast just so you can have your roof down. That does not attract me. It was a nice car. So you can assume that this person has that high status. But for me, I'm looking at it thinking this guy's ego is so big. I wouldn't even talk to him because that's what he thinks. Do you agree or disagree that women I'm have more saying, oppor opportunity and, and options in this world nowadays just because do. of social media? I believe that, yes. Do you understand that that's why most men don't even have sexual relationships with women because they're the women have more uh, opportunity to chase the better man? I don't believe that. What are you talking about? Most of them just want to hook up. Listen, how many dudes... Hook, I uh, texted you or messaged you when you're on them dating websites. Exactly. How many of them? <laughs> think about it. Think about it. Are those dudes getting the same amount of attention that you are? They're not. They've exactly. That's why me. they're reaching out to you. They're desperate. Oh, thank, oh, thank you. They're reaching out to you. <laughs> he just said his mom's desperate. Okay. The dating websites might be a little different. I'm talking like Facebook and like Instagram and all that stuff. They're reaching out to your mother, me specifically, because if you desperate. If you ask any good looking individual, I guarantee it. I'm not going to put her name in. Tori, I guarantee you, if you ask her, if there's anybody in her DMs, I'm actually interested in this now. Is there people in their DMs? Do you think so? In Tori, so let's not even talk about that. I don't even want to think I wanna about know. that. I want to know. I want to know. And it'll prove, my, it'll prove the point that these individuals on the online are proving. I, again, I want to emphasize on this that this is a lot of the stuff that I'm listening to. I will reference my own opinion and I will say what I believe. A lot of this stuff I'm just restating. And this is going to create conversation because you guys are going to be interested in listening to this. It's pissing me off. You just said people reach out to me because they're desperate. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I, wrong you just terminology. Clearly said that wrong terminology. To me. But you guys, you guys are going to be combative. You're going to want to, you're probably talking to yourselves in your car right now or whatever <laughs> your walk. And that's good. That's what we want. We want engagement. So if you guys have any opinions, feel free to reach out. We're probably, I mean, I'm good to keep talking about this for five more minutes. You want to keep talking about it. Well, now I'm pissed off because that's bullshit. What's bullshit? Because it goes back to another topic we talked about on the podcast is if you have a guy DM you or whatever, you could just be friends. You can be friends with guys. And now we go <sighs> to that a, topic. This is a touchy subject. It, it pisses me off because the people in my DM aren't 
broken. I mean, they're not whatever you just call them, Barokis or whatever the heck they are. I mean, but some people you if, can just it, be listen, friends with. So it, some of these DMs are just but people you're that on, you're not in you're a relationship You're on a dating with. website, though. That's, I'm not anymore. I, I'm just saying you were. I was. You were. Yeah, That's a depth. Yeah. They, so their intention there is therefore dating. That's why you're on that site. Correct. So that you can't talk about that because that's dating. Okay? Yeah. The reason why they're reaching out to you is because there's no one reaching out to them. Thank you. Again, he's making me feel like I'm this loser. No, I'm not making it sound like you're a loser. I'm just You are a different person on that platform, and you've got the verification from each one that, that you talk to. You, they say you are you shouldn't even be on this site because you're one of the – what do they say? I'm a nice, genuine person. You're a nice, genuine person. You're probably, you probably get the comment you're beautiful. You're, your smile is amazing. Uh, she's laughing because this is the truth. This is the guy's mindset. This is a guy's mindset. You probably hear the same things over and over again, and you're probably like, "Oh, just another one." That's not true. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm I'm exposing. He's blowing his mom up right now. I'm not blowing you up. I'm just saying this is this is this is the world we live in nowadays. Like I said, think about it. Way back before social media, you broke up with an individual. They're gone. There, you won't see them for the rest of your life. You don't even know what they do. Nowadays, you can break up and you can still follow them. And that's where blocking and ghosting comes in and all that shit. Because you don't want to, you want that individual seeing what you're doing. So, is social media a bad? Is bad or is it good? It has both sides. It's good and bad. But for, for I think it's good for googling things, how to fix your toilet or something like I'm that. I'm saying social but, media platforms. Uh, I don't know. I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. I don't know how to use Instagram, but. So what other conversation you want to talk about? Oh, that just got me all heated and all. Now I'm going to have to go through my phone. But I, I think that stigmatizes. As a guy? I mean, we're talking about suicide rates and things like that. And that's, that's serious. serious that because, is serious. I mean, while we're joking about the other parts of it, guys, it is serious. And the suicide rate is, is extremely high right now. And I'm probably guessing and not even looking in the computer statistically, it probably is the male. That and goes back to probably my... probably a certain age group. I don't know what that is. Do you know? What? I think what it's like... age group? It's more higher of a I think it's like, issue. Is it 17 to 25 or something is like it, that? So it's I a younger know. generation. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. If you know, just search it up and post it on. I, Bruce will probably know. Yeah. But that goes back to the other point, and this might, this might catch some people's attention and might uh, turn you the wrong way, but... The I asked you this question the other day. The ones that commit suicide, are they weak or are they strong? And I couldn't answer that. Why? Because from what I hear, they're, they they consider them weak men. And this is going to turn some people off and it's going to create some con- controversial topics, whatever, opinions. Because some of you guys are going to be like, well, and you're subjected to your own opinion. You're going to believe that you have to be strong to actually commit suicide. But I've heard the opposite side, and I'm open to both ends, that you are, they are a weak individual. Because weak men, weak men are willing to do, to do anything, basically. But to harm yourself, see, I don't know. I have to read on it. Because when you asked me that question, I couldn't answer because I see both sides. You have to be pretty damn strong to do that. I think you have to be pretty weak. You have to be so weak. Is it weak or like I don't like the term weak. Is it desperate? 
Are you weak or are you desperate? Your your mind is telling you like I can't do this anymore. Is that weakness or is that desperation? In my opinion, it's weak. People are gonna hate me for saying that, but but okay. So you say it's like, weak. We have but to understand. Also, we have to understand that when we're when we're talking about weak, weak, desperate, strong, whatever that looks like. As a society, if we would make mental health more acceptable, especially for men, women are okay to cry. I mean, more men nowadays are trying to express their feelings. But why aren't we? Because but men if, are if, men are supposed to be. Yeah, this right, is society supposed to be supposed to be that, that alpha male. That, that alpha male and that takes bullshit. care of everything. That doesn't have the emotional side. Like they don't they don't represent their emotional but side that's at all. Bullshit. They don't, we're out. all human beings whether you have male parts or female parts we're all human beings we all have feelings so why should a man have to be held to a higher standard or and have to brave that themselves like that's what irritates me men like you're talking about brokies men can hurt men can be emotionally upset and challenged they have the same feelings as females it's just interpreted different in the society today a man's belief that he has to be that alpha male alpha male whatever you say but if we would open up that mental health affects everybody, and we now just know that you just said that men get rejected or they have they don't have the opportunity that women have, if we open it up and we accept mental health as we accept cancer and everything else in this world, it would not be the way it is today. And no guy, I don't care what you say, and there's some guys that are submissive to women. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying are they weak? Guy. Are they weak? If a guy's submissive to a woman, a powerful woman who has her yacht, per se, is he I'm weak? I'm not saying that all women are categorized in the same category. But is he weak? I don't know. In your opinion, is he weak? Because he's submissive to a female. Because I believe there's females out there I just believe there as is strong too, as males. It comes up... Are you talking about, like, no. strength? No, yeah, well, that or, too, Or yeah. emotional? Both. I'm, I, yeah, there's definitely women that are stronger than some men physically. I'm talking about emotionally. Everybody has the same heart. Like, we have different body parts, but everybody has the same brain and the same, I mean, different testosterone levels and stuff. But I don't think that it's that, weak. That's your mustache. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. He has no mercy So, here, here's me. another question for you. <laughs> what? Do girls have mustaches? <laughs> Um, These are things we're going to dive into. Now I'm going to investigate and have people want, talk about this stuff. If you could choose between two individuals. Apparently I have a lot. One that's going to, uh, I'm going to say again, provide, protect. It provides uh, financial freedom, security. You have that individual. And he's he's probably like a six, seven. Not real good looking, right? from a scale from 0 to 10. Or on the other side, you have a 10. Very good-looking guy. Doesn't necessarily have all the aspects of the first individual. Which one are you going to pick? Wait, the first individual is that alpha you're talking about? Yeah. Or are you going to pick the submissive one? Which one do you want? Do you want the one that's going to take care of you or you got to take care of them? Well, I would think that I would want somebody that takes care of me, but I attract ones that need me to take care of them, and that hence why you say I'm their mother. I'm working on that, guys. 
So you want the one that's going to help provide for you. I don't protect know. Protect you. If you go, if, if there, someone, if that. you're upstairs in your house, right? This, again, these are all stories and no, statements I've heard. No. If you're in your house with your husband, uh, boyfriend, whatever, right? And you're upstairs, yeah. middle of the night, some dude bangs down your door or whatever female bangs out your door because of masculine females whatever <laughs> as you would say <laughs> there's that there's independent ones you got to watch out they got for a gun they don't need to be you got to watch out for they them. don't need to be physical if they, they have, have a, a weapon if they have a knife physical what i mean a knife gun whatever right yeah do you want a guy that's gonna go down protect you or do you want somebody that's gonna hide in a fucking closet with you and both both of you are possibly dead which one do you want If you go out to dinner, which which guy do you want? Do you want the one that you have to pay for their dinner every time, or do you want the one that's going to pay for you majority, 90, 95% of the time? Because I know you, you like to pay every once in a while because you like to show your masculine role in the relationship. <laughs> that's not true. I believe we're Listen, all equal. Guys, she's, she's quiet on all these questions because she knows. No, and you because guys, I'm thinking. And, and as I'm asking these questions, you guys think uh, as I'm as well. Uh, you females, males, whatever. Think about these questions because – you guys know the right answer. I'm just thinking about it. Yeah, I would like for somebody to take care of me. Okay, I said it. And you never had that. You never met that person. No. Therefore, you don't know what that feels like. Because That's I, what I'm saying. When you find that person, you're going to know. You're going to feel like you want to be the submissive one in a relationship. You're going to put yourself in that role because that's what women want to do. They want to be the submissive one. I don't believe one. that. Because you never found the right guy yet. No, because I'm not because I haven't found the right guy. I may have, have you had just it? don't even know it. It's just that I have a control out issue. Out of all the relationships. I'm a control freak. Yes. Out of all the relationships. I'm a control freak. So it has nothing to do with listen, the guy. It has to out do of with all the, giving the, up my control. Out of all the relationships you with, have you been through, uh, friendships, whatever you want to call them, do you like the ones that open the doors up for you or the ones that don't? Do you like the one that pays for the dinner or the one that don't? You, I know you because you want to pay for dinner all the time, yeah, right? Yeah, you know me. Like, I don't, but, like, but, I don't look but at that. But which one would you rather have? I don't know. I've had good experiences with both. You guys can answer <laughs> these questions for yourself. I'm just putting these out there for you no, guys to They're good about. questions, guys. They're good questions. I guess my whole thing, I mean, we got on the topic about males and suicide. And to get back to that point, and we can talk about all these other topics. And I would love for people that are interested in these topics to reach out and say, hey, I want to be part of this conversation, this podcast, because this is my experience. This is Austin's experiences. And we want to Not hear all of them. Most of them are some offline. Some of it's offline stuff. But but it makes me think, and that's it, why I'm bringing it up, because yeah. it's very interesting stuff that, that we as society... Stigmatize. We don't th- we don't, We're stigmatizing. We this stigmatize, stigma. but we don't think about it as the same time, right? Because... But, yeah, like these are interesting topics. But this is another stigma. But we like to be open-minded here. We're not just closed-minded right. on one side. No. We like to talk about both sides. Yeah, and that's one of the things that people say about our podcast is we share our feelings, but we don't judge, and we're open to other people's um, perspectives and opinions on things. And this is one of those topics where, yeah, like we have our opinions and our own experiences. Listen, if you're a female... <laughs> don't come to the podcast <laughs> i'm just kidding if you're a female what kind of attention are you getting in your direct messages your instagrams whatever i'm guaranteeing if you're a guy you you and then you're not high status you're not getting anybody i don't like that i don't like that you're even saying listen, that 
And that I will confirm this judging. right now. That is judgmental. And that's everybody's okay. different perception. Stigmatize this. Of Stigmatize what, this. What a high class quality guy is. And, and that, that's different. That's person. different in everybody's mind. You can have that's a homeless different. person that's 10 times nicer than that guy that owns that yacht. And I've met nice people. Like, I have such a variety of people that okay. I engage with. Would you date with. a homeless person? Exactly. Point proven. Would you date a, ho- a rich guy? Possibly. I'm you not, have more chance of dating a guy of higher status than a guy that's lower status. But I guess I'm not looking at the dating aspect. I'm looking at as an individual and as a human being. As like a friendship? That's different. As anything, there's no stigmatizing for me. I, I my, my, uh, some of the things that I'm involved in outside of my regular job requires me to be with people of that high caliber that you're talking about. And then some of the things that I volunteer to do on my own allows me to meet people of the lower caliber, whatever that definition is, homeless versus lower status versus, you know, political people or whatever. We're not going to get into that, what I do with that stuff. But I honest to God can sit here today and say, I don't treat when I go to a function for for the township or whatever, I do not feel more important with that group of people. And I don't feel, I can't explain it. I don't feel like I'm more worthy than when I'm sitting downtown and I'm feeding somebody a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Right. You're humbled. You're like those. I don't judge anybody. So it's hard for me to sit here and think about about a dating. I'm talking about dating. I'm sitting here thinking about a relationship. Do I need to have somebody that's that high caliber that, the girls all want him or am I okay with that person that has a nine to five job who likes to go out to do movies or watch a basketball game or whatever like that, that happiness to me is still happy. And I would, I would say, I feel like we're stigmatizing. I, I would say that people right now it's, it's frustrating. It's I would say that females want the guy that's getting most of the attention. Why? Because you want to prove that you're you're Bullshit. you're good enough for that. You individual. don't want the drama of that individual. You don't want all them listen, girls throwing themselves. From at what that I hear, guy. women love drama. Bullshit. You guys, what no, what no. do you go, listen? Bullsh- and I, now we're gonna do example, this. An example. No. Bullshit. What do you guys watch? Are what, more do you, drama. what do you watch on TV? I don't watch TV. When women, when you women watch stuff on TV, what do you watch? I watch sports. What do you watch? What do you used to watch? With Chase. What do you used to watch? Days of Our Lives. What's that drama? You guys watch... I don't anymore. Uh, What is that? Uh, What's that station? Lifetime for Women. Lifetime for Women. What's all that? That's about killers and, and all this shit. You guys are all about the the killing and the the rapists and all that shit. Like that, that's all drama. You guys like that. Guys like drama just as much. Bullshit. The betas. The betas. The betas. I don't like drama. I'll stay out of it. You like drama. Get the hell... Oh, no. We're not going What there. What do I like about drama? You like to read some of the stuff that I show you about drama. You're very interested in drama sometimes. It's not drama. I'm in it for the intellectual part. Okay, bullshit. The, the learning of the the mindset of individuals. I'm in it for the what can I learn? What can I – how can I gauge this person or how can I – it's not drama. I'm not in it for the all oh, like – you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not in it for like the childhood drama and a, a perfect example at work. When I called that guy out because yeah. it was like high school drama. I'm not in it for that. 
You created drama. People talked about you the rest of that day. That's fine. That's on them, <laughs> not on me. You created drama. Is, you were involved in the drama too because and, you listened and, to no, the guy. The guys called you and told you but, what was being said and you listened to it. <laughs> they called me. I can't help that. I didn't. Being involved in drama, and you're laughing because you think you you got me right here, but being involved in drama is that me being that guy calling out and be like, yo, listen, what'd they say about me? What'd he say about me? No, I don't do that. <laughs> they call me. They say, did you did you hear what they said? No, I didn't hear. Well, they said this, 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 and this. I didn't ask for it. They told me. Okay. I'm not about the drama. If you think okay. about it, and that's why I don't associate with a lot of different people. Because a lot of people are, are involved in the drama. I don't need that. I don't want that in my life. And I've always attested to this in my life and why I live. Uh, I'm not trying to make myself sound like I live a perfect life, but I live a peaceful life because of that. I live a peaceful life because I don't indulge in all the drama, all the bullshit, right? No, even you're at, very even direct at, and forward. Even at work, a yeah. lot of this stuff is information told to me. I don't talk about my life at work. I'm there for work. And I thought about this on, work, on the way to work yesterday because I was listening to uh, the beginning of a, a friendship podcast. And they said that you don't get vulnerable with people at work most of the time. And I, it's so true with me. I don't get vulnerable with people at work. I don't come close to people at work. It's rare for me to even come close with uh, close friends, the, even the ones that we've been to weddings to. Like those, I don't even get close to those individuals. I try to stay drama free if I can. And it creates like it me. creates a peaceful life because you don't have to worry about it. I could tell you a whole bunch of shit the the inspector said to me yesterday, <laughs> and it's it's just surprising me. Like, dude, but I'm not gonna say it. it's not my business. I could easily told the two other guys I was with what was going on, but I don't. Okay, so I'm gonna ask this before we close this off, and he's. Uh, Again, this is I don't a know, lot of this this, stuff. I don't know how he's going to answer this, guys. But listen, this topic, there's so much more to talk about. This is stigma to the max right now. I'm just in my head thinking we just talked about brokies. And I'm thinking about people that I talk to who could possibly fall into that category but are great people. Um, and, and they struggle and they just need to find, you know, they need help as well as, as other women need help. Guys need help also. Um, I don't look at them as any weaker, but that's hundred percent stigma. So we got to deal with this. I got to do research on this, but I got to ask Austin this question. I don't know if he's going to answer it or not. Do you feel like you're in that blue check mark? Whatever you said, verified. I don't even know what that, uh, I don't really truly know what that represents. I don't know if that means like you have to have so many different followers or what. Are you the alpha? I'm going to I'm gonna have to look to okay. see what the blue right. check mark actually represents. All right, forget the blue check mark. It's Are basically you a, like verified the by the community. <laughs> He's trying to avoid my no. question. Are you an alpha? I'm a fucking king. I don't oh, know what to tell you. All right, guys, we're going to end with that. <laughs> this podcast has been all over the place. Um, It is a touchy subject. Some of the stuff we talked about. In what all, you guys call your... Listen, yeah, all seriousness. What you guys... What you guys, the noise in your head that you're telling yourself is who you're going to be. It's called the power of the subconscious mind. So whatever your conscious mind, all your thoughts that are accumulating in your mind every day on a daily basis, whatever those thoughts are, you're, you're going to portray those out into the, the world, into the atmosphere, and you're going to get those results. So if you're thinking, and this is there's another argument when it comes to depression, and we've talked about this a long time ago, why label yourself something that you don't want to be? So if you constantly... 
And there's there's arguments to say that depression isn't depressed. Like when you're depressed is real, but depression as a as a disease or whatever you want to call it doesn't have to be real, right? Because if you feel like you're if you're uh, I just lost my word choice. If you're um, told that you're a depressed person, and you you constantly tell yourself that in your mind every day, like I'm depressed, you're gonna be depressed, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay to be have depressed moments. That's fine. Like everybody has depressed moments, but it's what you're gonna do in those situations that are gonna make you either move along in life or hold you back. That's the that's the power right there. Is what you're gonna do with that. Are you going to sit and dwell in it? Are you going to take something that, from that uh, circumstance or that uh, that depressed mindset? Are you going to learn something from it and use it to uh, to utilize in the in the future when you feel a certain way again? Are you going to use that to help you, or are you just going to let it hold you back? Right? It's 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 in the moments of when you're down are the ones that. Are those moments that are the most important? What you're going to do in those moments so that keep you moving forward or hold you back? So remember that. And when you say, "Do you think I'm an alpha? I'm a king." So when you, and you may laugh. Are you serious, guy? But when you have the mindset, I'm telling you, everybody can try this. If you have the mindset and you tell yourself you're a certain individual, you're going to be it. it. I just gave you an example. If you feel like you're in a state of depression all the time, you're going to be depressed, and you can probably attest to this. When you're feeling this way, well, you were before, but that's this is a perfect example. Before this podcast, we were uh, talking about how you were depressed and why you felt a certain way. Now you feel total opposite, right? Yeah, now I'm it's like what we're feeding ourselves. Yeah. It's what you're feeding yourself. So, for um, message for those out there, it goes to everybody. Whatever you're telling yourself in your head constantly on a daily basis is the result you're going to get. And it's it's the same. What do they say? Insanity is thinking the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, we talked about this with Jacoby. You got to look in the mirror every morning and truly believe what you're telling yourself. I'm and he beautiful. says he's sexy. You do have to look in that mirror and every once in a while look. I mean, every, every day. day you every should. day you should see yourself as beauty, whether you're in sweatpants, you're in a dress, your hair's in a ponytail, it's curled, whatever. Like you're beautiful every day because it's inside and out. And people forget that sometimes. And you're right. So when I say I'm a king, I truly want to. I want to live like I'm a fucking king, right? Because then you attract certain things in your life, and not only that, but when you you say you're a king, you all like I automatically like feel the confidence with along with that. Like what what kind of uh, qualities come with a king? Like those are the things that you feel you you start to match those certain things with your life. Then and then you want to you portray that out in the world. Like when we were in New York, and you were like, "Why is everybody looking at you?" Oh, Jesus. Did you not make that statement? Yes. Why was everybody looking at me? You can't even go to a freaking restaurant with this guy. Why was everybody looking People at me? People think I'm his damn cougar. Why is everybody looking at me like that? Because you're an asshole. They sense that. You almost got me killed on the street. The king walks across the street when we're not oh, supposed my. to. You... And he gets by and me and, me and Pearl, we get beeped at and honked at and almost ran over. The king gets the girls when he doesn't, when we're not supposed to. But everybody else that you, follows the king almost loses their life. If you guys, <laughs> if you guys ever been to New York, it's not like it's not like York City where you can you can cross on, uh, like when you're walking pedestrians, 
you know how it is. You drive through New York where they cross whenever they feel like it. Yeah. Even if you have the green light, you have the right of way. Yeah. If you hit the individual, then they bitch at you like, what are you doing? New York's not like that. They follow by the rule. Like they will literally hit you. If you have a stop sign, the hand that says stop, they will fucking hit you. And we found that out as soon as we got there because we parked in the garage. And it's me, my mom's behind me, and then we had a friend, and then we had Dylan and Tori. Right, yeah. and they were in the back. And we had our luggage and, again, and everything. Again, we had our suitcases again, and everything. I don't want to say it, but I will. Follow the leader. I am the fucking leader. Okay. We almost I, died because we I, followed the wrong leader. I decided to take control and lead, right? <laughs> so we're at, we probably passed like two intersections, right? We had the green, so we walked, right? But like I said, this ain't like York City where you can just do what you want because you're going to be getting hit if you try to do that. <laughs> So when we're stopped at an intersection and we have a hand up, I look. I'm a I'm a observer. Okay, yes, we I like to know what's going on around me. Oh, I know. So I'm looking. It's a one way. It's coming from the right. I'm looking at the right, and there's an individual that's in front of me and like next to me, and we don't see any cars coming, even though we have the the stop sign. So I proceed to keep going, and as soon as I got like a quarter way through the fucking street. I saw a car coming, so I kind of sped up. Well, next thing I know, this car's beeping, and I'm like, I know he ain't beeping at me because I'm already through the fucking crosswalk. <laughs> I look behind me. You two are strolling like you have the right-of-way. <laughs> you two are strolling like, oh, I own this street. No, we weren't. We just were following. We weren't paying attention. We were in all of New York City. Oh, you were definitely in all. We were like, oh, my God. This all is- in that car fucking coming straight <laughs> at you because you guys kept walking. And you guys acted like the guy wasn't even beeping his horn. <laughs> he wasn't slowing down. We, we and at least Dylan and Tori were fucking smart enough to stop. We stepped it up. We got through. He shot the finger at us, and we learned. We didn't do that again. That's a live and but, learn experience. Yeah, New York City is a it's an experience. Our drive-in wasn't too hateful. So you guys were trying to stress me out while I was driving. We did good. We had a good time in New York. So. All right, guys, well, we were all over the place. We touched a lot, a lot of topics today, and we're not done. Like, that was just an intro to this whole... I was feeling you guys are in tune with this. Like, you guys are interested in this. No, I'm pissed. Like, my mind's going to mom. I went, like Austin said, from depression this morning, crying to full-fledged, pissed off. Because I don't believe... Like, yeah, it's a hot topic for me. I, At the end of the day, we're all going to believe what we want to believe. Yeah, but Everybody I'm going to do some research. Opinion. We're going to do some research. And I'm just going to throw this out there because I know he listens first thing every Sunday morning. And I always get an okay or thumbs up. And he really advocates for this podcast, whatever the topic is. Um, he always has a comment. He wants to come back on. If you're on our page, you'll see that he comments all the time. But Mike Guerrero... <laughs> I know that this is a hot topic for you and you want to talk about it. You've told me you want to talk about it. Um, reach out to me. I'm dying to hear what your thoughts are on this and everybody else. Like, again, it's some of it's statistical. Some of it's just from our own experience. Um, I have to go and reflect and look in the mirror and tell myself I'm beautiful because Austin basically said that people reach out to me because they're desperate. So... Thank you for listening. Women love drama and attention. Oh, my gosh. We will touch on this topic again at another time. Um, But seriously, we will have some people coming on. We are taking um, a little vacation here in a couple weeks, but we'll take our recording That's why you guys go after the bad guys instead of the nice guys. Oh, my gosh. So the bad guys get more attention than the alpha guys. 
There's not that many nice guys out there. I'm just going to say it. You can find a guy that can balance themselves between being nice and dangerous. Well, I'm a queen guy, so I need to find a king. <laughs> I'm telling you, as soon as you start oh my God. acting like, I... like, like that, then you're going to find the opposite person for you. Okay. All right, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. All right, guys. See you. Bye.